Welcome to I Couldn't Not This Is A Podcast. Gonna use my voice, I couldn't not. That's the name of my podcast. We'll talk about weird things, blue things, real things, cool things, things that you like to hear. I'm glad you're here, so stick around. You stick around. Stick around. Just trust me. Stick around. Welcome to I Couldn't Not This Is My Podcast. I'm Litera Kelly, so glad you're here, tuned into my podcast. I promise that the show is better than the song. Just wait and see a few more seconds till the podcast. I could not. With me, Litera Kelly. So welcome. And welcome to I Couldn't Not, a podcast written by no one. It is not written. I just have bullet points. So good luck to you listening. My name's Kelly. I go by Litera Kelly out there on the interwebs, and you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, this is an intro podcast. This is to let you know who I am, so I'm not going to tell you right up front. We'll make it more interesting than that. I started this podcast in my mind a year ago. Um and it's taken me this long to get this far uh, because I am a Libra rising and Virgo sun, which if you don't know what that means, just means that I'm extremely scattered, but also have a, a perfectionist complex. It's kind of like if it's not perfect, I'd rather not. Anyway, we'll get into that another time. The point of this podcast is to start off by retelling my own ascension journey, which is really wrapped up in love stories. Um, I think love stories are fun for people. So, um, and you can't tell it right now, but I'm pretty decent at telling stories. I have a few I want to share with you, um, and we'll get through those in the first couple of episodes. Uh, Just um, very clear to me how my soul contract included um, waking up through loving other people because I was born with a deficit of self-love. And this is really just me telling you how I managed that journey and where it took me. And then ultimately, I think we'll talk about other stuff too. But I survived a twin flame ascension template. If you don't know what a twin flame ascension template is, I highly suggest you go listen to uh, Jessa Reed on the Soberish podcast. Um, I found her uh, about a year ago-ish. And so much of what she shared just really clicked in with me and then kind of inspired this. But she coined that phrase, the twin flame ascension template. We'll, we'll talk about what that is because, man, if you're tuning into this thinking it's just going to be any average everyday podcast, are you wrong or what? This is a podcast that is many parts woo, many parts crazy by normie outsider standards, and just fun. And I'm probably really building it up. I should go back to my notes here before I get too off off track. But um, yeah, so I'm creating this podcast to tell these stories. Um, a journey of awakening through a ridiculous obsession with love. Bonus points if you can find a movie quote. 
um, that talks about a ridiculous obsession with love. That movie itself is tied up into one of my love stories. So, um, yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit about my history, like I said. Guys, I dropped my microphone. We're off to a great start. I'm not going to be able to edit that in post because I haven't learned about post yet. Still learning about pre. Um, I, I wanted to tell you a little bit about me. My, Like I said, my name's Kelly. Online, I go by Litera Kelly, which is a name given to me, not a name I chose. It is a play on the word literally, um, which is awfully ironic. <clears throat> Considering uh, I've always kind of processed everything a little bit literally, but I'm also at the same time extremely spacey. It's going to be hard for me not to ramble here. Um, so, you know, bear with me. History of me. Um, I'm from a very small town in rural Illinois. I have trouble saying the word rural. 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 I'm from rural Illinois, right on the border of Iowa and Illinois. Um, so we had to cross a bridge to go anywhere, like, you know, where there were stores and stuff. Town I'm from is very small. I think they probably have about 2,500 people. Could be a little more, a little less. Uh, Dutch Christian Reformed town, so uh, pretty, pretty lame, but that's okay. I had an enchanted childhood. I was an only child for the, the beginning of my childhood, first 10 years. Um, I was never truly an only child, though. I have three siblings by one of my parents, although my mother just had me. So I talked to trees and birds and played outside a lot as a kid, um, played magic a lot as a kid, was a regular only child weirdo, and didn't know it. It was blissful, really. Um, I've always had a very strong imagination, and that always translated over into a very strong dream life. I, you know, I remember almost all of my dreams. Um, as far back as about three years old, uh, that I can place anyway. Um, and I think I was born ready to fall in love because I fell in love over and over and over and over and over again, uh, for like 30 years that happened. <laughs> um, I could, I could go through and I could name all my boyfriends from preschool on, I was always looking for love. And many could say that that's daddy issues. Um, and maybe it partially is. Maybe that's how it all worked into the story. I would I would argue that's likely the case. Uh, but I remember a time when I had a series of dreams. I was just hitting puberty. I was just starting to go through some of those hormonal changes. And it was summer between fifth and sixth grade. I had a series of dreams of different boyfriends. They all looked different. They were all in different settings. They were, of course, children, uh, as I was a child, but the themes were really significant. And I realize now, as an almost 32-year-old adult who has enacted all of those storylines in reality, that they were prophetic. They were prophetic in a way. I can still remember... Uh, the scenery. I can still remember what the boys looked like in my dreams. Um, and it was literally a replay. See, I say that word too often too. Literally a replay. <laughs> a replay. A uh, pre-play. 
rather, a preplay of what was to come for me. Um, the other thing I've kind of been obsessed with is unabashed love for humanity. Um, I was described recently by a professional psychic and trusted trusted friend as a, a fae, a fae energy, which I thought was so cool. Nobody ever said that to me. Well, one person had said that to me, but only two people had ever said that to me and kind of put that in my head. I'm rambling again. A love fairy. I'm a love fairy. I love to see people for their highest and best. I think I'm only able to see people as their highest and best initially. That's my default setting. So if I walk up to you, we have a conversation. What I'm deducing out of your words, your body language, your physical appearance um, is going to be a combination of all of your best qualities. That's where I default. And then as time goes by, as relationships continue, I start to see you kind of fall from that pedestal. You could see how that might cause problems in relationships, yeah? Especially relationships that were shaped around finding a savior, which they very much were um, up until not that long ago. So we're going to talk about that. I'm going to tell you all the, sto- all the stories. I'm going to tell you the stories of these romances that brought me to where they are. My hope in doing this um, outside of just putting all my crazy drama out there into the world for anybody to hear at any time. My hope is that if you are listening and you find yourself in a similar paradigm or anything that I'm saying about my own experience resonates uh, with you and you can pick out similarities in your own or parallels, it, my hope is that you'll just know you're not alone and you'll know that you're not just wasting time and and perhaps might even be inspired to dig a little deeper into your patterns, to dig a little deeper into why things work out the way they work out and what you might be actually just creating, what you might be traumatically reenacting. I want to talk about love, but I want to talk about healthy love. So first, I'm going to give you some really detailed stories about unhealthy love because I was walking around the planet for 28 years as unhealthy love. You heard me right. I was walking around the planet for 28 years as unhealthy love. I knew I was love energy. I knew that way back when I was seven years old. So small religious town, right? Um, My mom was the pianist at our church. Uh, So, And my grandpa was also like one of the deacons or elders of the church. I can't remember the exact title. Um, And we were always in that church when it was empty for one reason or another. I remember one Saturday afternoon, my mom brought me with her to the church so she could practice for Sunday service the next day. So she's pounding the keys of the piano, playing this glorious, beautiful music, and I'm standing up center stage in the sanctuary at the pulpit. I dropped my microphone again. So yeah, this is what you have to look forward to. I'm standing at the pulpit. I'm seven years old. I can still see this very vividly in my mind. The sun's flooding in through the stained glass windows, which were slightly terrifying, um, but the sun was beautiful. And I'm staring into the, the, the sanctuary as if it's full of people. And I remember giving this inspired sermon. I, it, it could only have been a channel um, talking about our responsibility 
to loving each other, talking about uh, how to love um, everyone you come in contact with, including the homeless guy sleeping on the street. LOL, we didn't have homeless people where I'm from. I'd never seen a homeless person before in my life. Um, I knew even then that the only way we were going to connect with each other, the only way we were going to heal, the only way we would find satisfaction in this physical experience would be through love. So I walked around as that kind of unencumbered, uninhibited love energy for the first several years of my life. And then, ultimately, I started experiencing trauma as everybody does in their human experience. And it started to kind of shape the way I looked for love in a very um, codependent and sort of externalized uh, self-worth way. And it played out in every relationship. Um, In this podcast, I'm going to go through a series of stories. I'm going to share with you the relationships that I created in my experience to wake me up. Because with each one, there was a set of code and instructions buried in uh, patterns of behavior, both negative and positive, for me to pick up on, for me to use for um, sort of shaping myself and shaping the way I perceive the world and, and really getting to understand the heart of who and what I am. Um, as we move through the episodes, uh, I'll, I'll focus in on a couple of key relationships that existed um, leading up to my twin flame relationship um, and kind of really explain how that was such a catalyst for my own awakening. Um, my hope with this is that anybody out there who might be experiencing a similar path or kind of wondering, what the fuck is this supposed to mean? I keep doing the same thing. Why? Um, if any of this resonates with you at any point, and again, the reason I'm sharing all of it ad nauseum um, is because there are so many different versions of me in these stories, just like there are so many different versions of you um, along your own story. So if at any point your protagonist aligns with my protagonist, at least you know you're not alone, and maybe something here will spark some sort of uh, realization or acknowledgement of something you wrote into your story for yourself. Maybe you fucking wrote this podcast into your story for yourself. At least somebody wrote it because I'm off on a tangent now. Welcome to I Couldn't Not. You'll find that I often cannot not uh, say what I'm feeling, say what I'm thinking, uh, even if it's preposterous. I'm so glad you're here. I really, truly am. I promise this is going to get better. I'll learn how to use this technology and also how to shape my story in a way that's more engaging. (laughs) But thanks for making it through this first episode, especially if you had to click 18 links to do it. And I love you. I'll see you next time on I Couldn't Not, a podcast by Litera Kelly. Next episode called The Preacher. We're going to talk about first loves. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.